connect. We're connected. Here comes some music, and we'll get this thing started here. Entrance there, Mr. Alvin Lee, 10 years after so many decades ago with such prophetic lyrics and insight. I think even Alvin would be shocked at what's going on today if he were alive. He may be looking down, seeing it. Who knows? Uh, here we're going to start the Tuesday edition on the 7th, 7th of uh, June, 6th month, 7th day, uh, 22 is the year. And, of course, we're in the middle of uh, the two days that are well, if you got any kind of a patriotism in your veins that you can look back on retroactively. And the 6th of uh, June, of course, was D-Day. We talked about it yesterday. We also mentioned we didn't talk about it at length, the uh, commemoration. We may do that tomorrow of the USS Liberty and that debauchery of uh, our quote-unquote greatest ally. Uh, so uh, that, of course, is tomorrow. And I saw somebody sent me. It's the 55th anniversary. You want to say anniversary? Is that the right word? Commemoration of that murderous, dastardly, traitorous uh, backstabbing incident by the Israelis. Um, and then tried to you know blame it on everybody, of course, except themselves. This slime. This slime we deal with in this world in our lives on almost a minute-to-minute basis. The slime that comes in and enslaves you with these little trickery and these words and this little dastardly, fraudulent approach they've taken that we uncovered here and allow you, if you choose to get out of it, this slime. Uh, I wish I could. I wish I had a. Uh, I had a quote one time from an Ezra Pound uh, article, and uh, Ezra Pound, one of the truly great patriarchs of our movement, in all honesty. And uh, he was saying this, these slime that sends you to war, it's the Coens and the Warburgs and the, you know, on and on and on. And uh, it's these slime that you die for, and that's true. It's these slime that have enslaved you, that have been caught red-handed slaving here. And they don't know what to do about it. They can't deny it. They can't rebut it. All they can do is stand mute, and that, of course, means they're guilty as sin. So that's what we do here is if you're aware of that, we'd like to help you if you want to move forward on it. If you're not aware of it, we'd like to help you become aware of it and answer some of your questions. It is very confusing. Um, I'll grant you that. Uh, Roger Sales, your host, by the way. We're on the Eurofolk Radio Network. I neglected to say that at the start. and. Um, let me just, uh, I'll start with just saying, if, excuse me, if somebody like we weed in my Cheerios this morning, um, because, uh, we had a yesterday, you know, as we were, as I was getting off with Jimmy said, have a nice day. Well, boy, it went downhill from there. <laughs> and at least I can laugh about it a little bit. Um, so by the time I get finished with the show and I got to upload the show and they come up with a description and remember what we talked about and then I go fix a little lunch and and then I sit down and eat that and right then it's about two o'clock and Jim's about over, you know, and uh, yeah, I listen to uh, all that except on Thursday. 
And uh, so then um, I was uh, laid down for a couple minutes, just a little quick little rest after lunch. And uh, so then I get antsy here, staying in the apartment all day. It's a nice apartment, but I still just get antsy. I get claustrophobic. And so I want to go out. If nothing else, I walk up to the main street and walk up and down the main street, which is my little drag. This is about the best, most level walking plane I've got around here is really the reason. Not because I like to walk on the side of busy streets. Um, but anyway, so I did that, and I was taking a nice little long walk and trying to stay in shape, not get fat, you know, all that stuff. And uh, especially at my age, I'm about to turn 74 here in another month or so. And uh, so I turned around when I was walking away from Quito towards the east. And as I turned around to walk back and retrace my steps, man, and I had seen it building, but boy, there was a humdinger of a black storm coming out of Quito. I remember if you've listened to us before, we're immediately to the north of Quito adjacent to it, but we're 1,500 feet lower. And so Quito's this big, long valley up in the high parts of the Andes. It's 31 miles long, and it's five miles at its widest point. And, and I guess this, whatever, must have been a big gust. That's coming from the south. So it must have been a pretty big gust of uh, cold air meeting the hot air that we'd had from the beautiful morning of sunshine and no clouds. Man, it turned into a humdinger of a storm. And I saw it build, and I saw it coming. I said, well, I guess I might have time to get home before it starts raining. Well, I just about did. Okay, I got sprinkled on a little bit. But, boy, when I got home, the, the bottom dropped out of that thing. And when I walked in the door, my computer's already off and the electricity's already off. Now, that was about 4 o'clock, I'm guessing. Okay, maybe a little later. Um, but, anyway, the electricity didn't come on until one thirty or 2 in the morning, okay? And what really hacked me off was I'm sitting there, and I've got, you know, I get a lot of emails, a lot of stuff. I try and stay on top of it so you don't get behind in it. Well, now all of a sudden, i got no electricity, no computer, no Internet, no nothing. And so I uh, go out just to, again, to just to get out of the apartment because there's no electricity, and it's just, you know, it's dark, and it's uh, it wasn't storming too much. The storm had passed by then, but... Anyway, so I walk up, and I walk up to the street. There's a street, a pretty busy little street up above me, and then there's one that is right below our property. And so I'm looking around, and the light, street lights are on. And I look over the valley. You can see the valley here from certain aspects. And I look over the valley, and there's all kinds of lights are on at houses. You know, it's late in the afternoon by then, 5, 5.30, something like that. And so uh, I go, well, I'm walking around. I said, well, that means ours are on. So I walk back to the house and walk in. It's just dark as sin. We got no electricity. Literally, everybody else around us in the entire valley is, is lit up. And so what evidently happened when that storm was, storm was going on, there was a really, really big, close strike, lightning strike. And it must have got a transformer or something. And they must have had a hard time finding a replacement or whatever because it finally in the middle of the night i was asleep by then uh but i had left the lights on so when the lights all pop up all over the house you get up and at least turn on the computer the reason for that is i like to sleep with uh some of this uh, with the white noise sounds in the background you know something to put you to sleep i just I, that dead silence uh is uh it's just not my cup of tea i like noise and uh 
so uh, I, no noise or nothing. Well, I got up in the middle of the night and got the computer on and got the, the storm, lightning, and thunder going and went back to sleep. And f- cold, it was cold air, froze my buns off in Ecuador last night. So anyway, that's a little bit of why I came got up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. So my apologies uh, if, if I... Uh, well. If, if it, I mean, I've never, I even wrote Jack this morning when we got back up and said we were off for 11 hours last night. And Jack goes, wow, that's a record. <laughs> so anyway, what was running through my mind was all this that's right in front of us, you know, with potentially shutting down the grid and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, holy smokes, it's really debilitating to go without juice. Okay, and if you haven't done that except for short periods of time, I remember—I don't remember if it was Mike Adams or who years, you know, a while back ago—just turn off all electricity at your house for the weekend and see how you do for two days without electricity. Okay, mm-hmm. and so I got a good dose of that last night, and we're back up today, and uh, uh, it's just so unusual. There's like just a there's six little houses in our little lot here and then there's a couple across the street which look like pretty big houses but everybody's got a fence around their property a wall around their property so you can just see the top of it but there was three or four houses in the street lights on our little street and our group of houses and we're the only ones that didn't have juice in the whole area and it just got me hot you know i mean really did so anyway we got that straightened out we're back on track today but uh if uh i'm I'm still a little bit on edge about it because it just hacked me off you know um somebody sent me and then consequently i get up this morning i've got a bunch of emails to try and get back i try and get back to you people as quickly as possible you know as i can and uh so um and i have many people thank me for the quick response by the way which i appreciate because i do go out of my way to try and, and get an answer in this information back to you part of the reason is because i know that it takes a while when you're introduced to this for most people, some people like Daniel and some of the others, not they kind of jump into it with both feet because they see it real quickly. Other people don't see it as quickly, and uh, they, uh, they they've got confusion and there's a lot of information there, and they and they uh, you know take their time and they just don't move as fast. Okay, so that's okay. It's your own speed. But uh, so that is a joy to get that information back to those people so they can get started as quick as possible. That's really one of the main reasons. Uh, somebody, one of the students sent me something. I'm sorry, I don't remember your name. He sent me some kind of IRS thing, and it was uh, some kind of a notification from the IRS. I hadn't read it. I hadn't had time to do that this morning because I'm backed up on all this other crap. And uh, But he, he, I looked at it. I briefly looked at it, and it was talking about Section 6012 and 78-something and all that gobbledygook crap in the Code of Federal Regulations, the burdensome and antiquated tax system that Mr. Wilson tells us they were going to impose on China back at the turn of last century. Same thing here, administered by foreign agents. That's these creeps, the individuals representing Satan. So and I wrote him back just to briefly, quickly, and I said, I don't have to look any further than 26 CFR 1.1-1A uh, because the rest of it's all superfluous. Okay, really? And uh, he wrote me back. He said, well, um, you, you, you ought to look at it because this is a notice the IRS. Who, where's that noise coming from, please? If you could quit messing around, whatever's happening. It's a little disturbing. Pardon me? It's coming from Gary. Hey, Gary, you're really, uh, you're, you're, really you're, uh, you're unintelligible. Hello? You're unintelligible, my friend. You want to come back? Try and come back? Jump. 
was it to jump down turn around pick a bale of cotton and come back you want to do that we always want to hear what gary's got to say okay well he'll get back in when he gets a little better reception on to where i was a minute ago he said you ought to really look at that because what they're trying to do is evidently discourage people from sending them affidavits and getting out of their system so i'll have to go back and look at it later and today we got lunch of course and i won't be able to get back till later and then there'll be a bunch more emails piled up and all that so i'll get to it when i can i got it marked where i can go back there and look at it uh but uh See, again, they got no defense. They got to do stuff like this. They got to do stuff like with the State Department and put those bluff letters out that never worked. I mean, they may have worked on some Anavon Rights people or for some David Strait people, but they damn sure didn't work on our people. Okay. And everybody that ever got one responded, replied, and everybody that ever replied to one of the bluff letters they got got the documents they were trying to hold back and hold from them with this little, oh, it appears by what you submitted that you're a 14th Amendment citizen. You're a citizen of the United States. You little lying, slaving pieces of slimy crap. I hope you're listening. Okay. I hope you're listening because we, we're on to you assholes and let me tell you what slimes you better win you better win this time or else you're gonna lose big time okay and today is not the day you want to piss roger off that's okay well they've already they've been pissing me off for 30 years uh paul so that ain't nothing new this isn't any real great different day except now i got the upper hand on them see Uh, that's what they can't stand i got the upper hand Okay. They don't have their little tricks in place anymore where they can do all this crap to you. And that's what I'm teaching you guys is how to get out of this and how to rub their noses in the crap they've left in the living room floor. The, the only weapon they have left is fear. The only weapon they've got is to take the mask off, and they'll never do it because they won't be open tyrants. You want to know who's scared? They're scared. You want to know why? Because they're chicken shits. That's why. Mm-hmm. They're chicken shits. And what they don't know is that they they may not be today, but by tomorrow they'll be fodder for the same evil bastards that are attacking us. Oh, we want you the evil bastards. Throw them under the bus. We want the evil bastards that are screwing with both of us. Okay, that's who we want. All right, yeah. we want the invisible the invisible hand that hides in boardrooms in the city of London, in New York, in D.C. by the name of Rosen and Louder and whoever else. We want those sorry bastards hung. Yeah. Short well, ropes and tall trees. Yeah. Well, speaking speaking of evil, I know something about yesterday that I didn't share because I didn't oh, want to. Hold on, Paul. Well, hold on. I want to challenge. Go ahead and charge me with some hate laws, you slaving, lying, thieving bastards. Charge me. <laughs> well, I've got I've got some information about yesterday. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, about the date yesterday, but I didn't share it because I didn't want to put that energy oh, six, out there. Six, I didn't. Two, two. Two, two yeah. three sixes yeah six 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 yeah, six 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 so the way i chose to look at it was instead of it being a six 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 day i looked at it as a nine day because six plus six plus six is 18 one and eight is nine and nine is a number of completion it's a divine number so i hope it's the number of execution because that's what we need to execute these bastards yeah I need to be totally taken out of the gene pool. Them, their progeny, and their ill-gotten gains and fortunes seized. Yep. 
That's exactly what needs to happen and redistributed to the people of the world from the greatest slaving pieces of crap, satanic thieves that have ever walked the face of the earth. That's who we're dealing with. Well, they That's who we've beaten here. Union. Do you understand that? Do you understand we've beaten their sorry asses? Yep. Well, they stole it from us to begin with. They just give it back. Uh, so anyway, well, I think I feel a little bit better. Um, so thank you for letting me get some of my vitriol off my chest. I really, it just aggravated me that whole incident last night. And uh, there you go, Roger. So hopefully I'll get better and we'll get it past us. I should be able to let go of those things, but unfortunately I'm the personality type they stick with and linger around a little bit. You know, as the traffic reporter from WSB in Atlanta, you said, I don't know if any of y'all know much about Atlanta, but there's two major intersections that come up. One of them goes from 75 up to michigan okay from florida to michigan's called 75 and the other one runs from like mobile up to the east coast and it's called 85 and they're two pretty darn big major inter- interstates and they're for a couple of miles in downtown atlanta they merge and when you're trying to do that and you make a mistake and don't get on the circle around the city and you get caught in five o'clock traffic with the traffic from those two interstates buddy it is nightmare city okay uh right. and as the traffic reporter in the helicopter used to say you know be an accident and two hours later there's still a bunch of cars that go the memory still lingers and uh, that's kind of what's going on the memory's <laughs> lingering yes you have not lived until you've been on that road at 515 in a uh, 73-foot-long 18-wheeler. Well, now, you know, they uh, when I was there, they passed a law. 18-wheelers had to go around and use 285 rather than go through downtown unless you were on a delivery or something. Yep, I would, I would deliver in the inner city. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, hey, I drove a big truck through downtown Montreal. Uh, that's a memory that will live, uh, will follow me for the rest of my life. Yeah, really? Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, the whole city is built for little itty-bitty French cars. Okay, right. <laughs> Citrons, Citrons. Uh, Peugeot. Now, you know what? We don't get Peugeots in the U.S. too much. There's a few of them in there, but they're real. Uh, uh, you see them a lot down here in South America. Man, Peugeot makes a heck of a nice car, okay? I mean, they're real. They're they're about like a BMW. They're real tight and they steer real tight and they're fun to drive and a pretty well built car. Peugeot. I'm not so sure about Citrons. So anyway, can we get to something important here? We got any new people that you're having to put up with all this vitriol from me this morning and crap? And uh, and if you've got, you're the ones that this show's for, and we want you to be up on top of what you're doing and what you're thinking about maybe doing if you're not at that point already. And we'd sure like to hear if you got any questions or comments. Um, while uh, while I'm letting you look for your mute button there, I will say one of the emails I got this morning was from a fella. Again, this is the... You know, I, this is the learn the information part of this, you know, and the guy goes, well, I'm ready to do it, put in a new uh, W-2 with my employer and something about marking. Do I mark non-citizen national? I wrote back, said, well, John, are you uh, are you American Samoan? Were you born in American Samoa? If you're not, then don't mark you at non-citizen national because that's not you. A non-citizen national is them. And, you know, we used to have to put up with that even with somebody as knowledgeable and learned and is on top of this stuff as Chris Cave. 
You know, when Chris Cave was live and with us and he kept, I'd have to constantly correct him because I'm a non-citizen. I said, Chris, you're not. Okay, but here's what it looks like to me. Our people know about the 14th Amendment and some of this history enough to know that they're not one of that status. And so when they see that non-national or non-citizen, man, they bite on it every time. Okay, and you got to realize that that I didn't know it when the book was written. We didn't know anything about the American Samoans. Hello. We when the book was written, we didn't know that. It's another element that we just didn't know. We didn't know how this thing was totally set up. There's a lot we didn't know, okay? But we did have the foundation and the found and the principles very firmly laid out in that book. And John and Glenn, who did the editing, uh, knew uh, what 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 I'd found and that I'd taken their work to the next level. And they wanted to do a crackerjack job of that book, and uh, they did do a crackerjack job on the book. Okay, so uh, there's subsequent things you can learn, but you can't you cannot go wrong learning the foundational principles and the history and the background that's in that, especially the legal argument of the book. There. Well, Roger. Yes. Well, that John, he doesn't understand the difference between non-citizen national and not a citizen you know that's a good point jeff and that's a really good way to put it okay and it is confusing look we know this stuff's confusing folks but this is the reason that when you get past little nuances like this one of oh you mean they set up a whole bunch of people just so they could call them the same the same name and hide the other ones behind them they did they went to those links well see you start learning that stuff and understanding it you've got your arms around this stuff if you don't, you're just looking at the surface, and, you know, I just I, I, I just really encourage you to try to learn the information. Okay, your freedom's in the information. Your confidence is in the information. Your re-empowerment is in the information. All those things are contained in you learning that, and that's what your price is for freedom. I'm not going to charge you for this, okay? there's a whole, I've often wondered if I was a, hey, Jeff, give me a thousand bucks, and I'll send you the magic sentence, okay? Well, what happens then? Jeff's light of do I take Bitcoin? I, I might if I could get my wallet open. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, he uh, he's light a thousand. I'm heavy a thousand, and I send him one sentence. He files it. He never learns anything. Well, hell, he paid me to do it, so he never learns what he's doing. If he gets, he can't explain it to anybody because he doesn't really understand it. No, go talk to him and pay him a thousand dollars. He can't really uh, uh, understand it totally himself, and so the world doesn't change. So nothing changes. That is the only thing that's changed was a thousand dollars from his bank account to mine. And hopefully he doesn't become a teacher. Well, hopefully not. Okay, but you see, that's self defeating, and so I don't charge for it. I don't think I ought to charge people for your freedom. You know, I will if you want a private consultation. You want to take my personal time away from here. I give every one of you two hours a day, five days a week on this program to come forth with those questions, and I'm more than happy to answer them the best of my ability. If I can't, somebody on this board probably can help us. Okay because we got a lot of smart people here all right but if if you just file paperwork you nothing gets accomplished to me okay and what i didn't get in this just to do a circle jerk all right i got in this to affect change i got in this to get this very 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 important message out to people that want to listen or looking for answers and that's why we're here so if you're one of those folks just looking there's gary i be golly got a good sell hey gary well, I had to get up the side of the mountain on, on top of the mountain now, so yeah. I can hear you. But anyway, I'm the one that sent you that letter from the IRS. Oh, you are? Okay, Gary. Sorry. 
And if you look through it, you, you really, really need to read it, read it in its entirety because it's chock full of scared language from the IRS, and it's just telling us that they're getting too many affidavits. That's right. So, see, this is, the, again, just like the State Department with their bluff letters, this is the only defense they've got. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's full of sovereign citizen language and just all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's pretty cool. I'll look at it when I get a chance, Gary. I just happened with that electrical outage last night. It's got me, you know, a little behind in my work. Uh, I think it was an attachment, so I can't post it uh, uh, in the in the in the uh, show notes. But I might could copy and paste it over there if I could figure out a way to do it. I'll mess with it and see. If not, we'll, you know, get it out somehow. Uh, well, just whoever wants it, just send an email to gg46986 jb at gmail.com. Okay, repeat that. Now they're, they're scrambling for a pencil and paper or trying to get their fingers nimble on the keyboard. Repeat it slowly, would you, Gary, please? Yeah, gg golf golf 46986 jb juliet bravo at gmail.com and gary will whip that baby back to you and you can laugh at these goons <laughs> you won't get it till, just to give you a heads up you won't get it till this evening because i don't because have the ability to try right. words. and what you can do is you can print off a copy of that and write them a nice little cover letter and send it to them and maybe they'll put that in your administrative file telling them what a bunch of liars and thieves they are and how open and transparent their damn little guys is here yeah one of my yeah, students you repeat that gg what's the numbers gary four six nine eight six four six nine eight six jb julio bravo at gmail.com isn't that right gary yep that's correct but one of my students come up with that last night and we we uh we probably spent quite a while on going through it last night. Okay, good deal. Well, it just goes to show you they got no defense. If they had a defense, they'd be coming after people, wouldn't they? If this wasn't yeah, right, according to some of our quote unquote historians out there, that this stuff has no effect, filing papers has no effect, and uh, if that wasn't, do you think they'd come after somebody that had been doing this? You know damn well they would. Do you think the State Department would allow 11 years of submitting affidavits with passport applications when they take passport fraud damn seriously? Do you think that would happen for 11 years without one piece of blowback? No. Hey, Roger, down. It, ain't worth, uh, it ain't worth responding to that individual, and I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. So, uh, so anyway, uh, at... Uh, this is the best they've got, folks. The best they've got. Bluff letters and scare tactics. When they get exposed, that's all they've got left. They can't come at you with force because then they're tyrants. They're not going to try and come bust you because you got the opportunity to get this information into some sort of a public setting. They're not going to allow that. That's your super kryptonite defense here. You got the truth. You got Excalibur hanging over the head of lying, thieving, satanic, murdering, slaving, Revelation 2 and 3, 9 Jew bastards. That's who you got the Excalibur over their head right here. 
Okay. You may not understand it yet. You may not realize it yet. You may be too new to have absorbed any of this and get any of this going to the point where you can get that kind of thinking going. But I promise you, that's what's going on here. They've been caught red-handed, and they know it. Okay, As bad as it is with murdering people with this jab as bad as it is with the stealing and the open borders and the the baby formula scam and all the other crap that ain't nothing compared to this right here those are all issues of little difference this is the main act right here they know it it's our people that don't know it like the gentleman we were discussing earlier who's extremely extremely disingenuous okay so, anyway, where would we like to go now? Anybody else got a question or a comment you'd like to bring forward? We'd love to entertain it. Thanks for sending that along, Gary, and I will look at it. Maybe we'll read it on the air and discuss it, okay? I guess that's okay. Okay, so uh, who wants to come forward with something? We'd love to hear what you got to say. Roger. There's Dave in the thumb. How you doing, brother? I'm uh, well. I'm a little bit better since y'all allowed me to uh, release some vitriol on you. Vitriol away, my friend. <laughs> uh, how do I guide someone in um, on the computer? What what? It's Eurofolk Radio. No, no, no. Well, well. Uh, do they want to join us here on Jitsi, or do they just want to listen? Um, uh, well, she's a pretty outspoken, so she probably wants to join in. Okay, well, good. Well, uh, another one of these lionesses coming forward, huh? She's a lioness, and, um, you know, she just moved to Florida from Ohio. She's a nurse. Really? Okay. And, uh... Well, all right. Here, yeah. here we go. I'm going to give it to you. Here, Dave. I'm going to give it to you. She, she's okay. on, she wants to get on on the computer, right? Not on the cell phone. Right. She's going to want okay. to get on on the computer. Okay. Well, I'm going to give this to you and the audience. Somebody was saying the other night that they have a hard time get, find, getting on here. It's really pretty simple. I, um, and you just got to kind of find the right instructions. There's two ways to join us here on the Jitsi platform. There's three, really. There's two that are easier and better because they're both digital. And I don't have to sit here and give out 20 damn numbers, you know, a phone number and a PIN number and all that garbage. And then you get analog kind of connection, and a lot of people can't talk, and sometimes they can't get on, and that's why I don't do that, okay? So it, the best way is digitally. There's two ways, cell phone and on the computer. And since your gal here is, is got in front of the computer, this is – well, Dave, is she listening, or can somebody write this down? Pardon me? She may be – it may be a cell phone. I don't. Is that All right. Well, hold on. I'll cover. I'll cover both of them. But do you have something? Is can you get this to her? Because you're blind, and I don't know if you can write this down. Is your wife there? She isn't. But if I type this in to a text. Um, while you're telling me, all you guys right. are going to hear me clicking. Okay, well, that's all right. We don't mind you. We don't mind you, Dave. We don't mind you clicking one bit here, okay? So I'm going to give this to you okay. for the computer, all right? You want to open up a browser all right, tab. Hang on one second. Let all right. Up. Let me pull her text up. So all right. I can okay. Send this to me. Okay. 
uh while he's doing that i'll tell the audience the other way on the cell phone and uh, uh if you're having problems with this probably a lot of folks on with us today are on their cell phones go to your play store and download a app called jitsi j-i-t-s-i one word meet m-e-e-t the second word so jitsi meet well i'm yeah well this this yes j-i-t-i-r okay well i was going to give you the other one but because you are going to give both there okay you want to go in the play store and find the app jitsi meet m-e-e-t okay you want to load the app and open it up and in the search field you want to put in ppn studio ppn studio and hit enter and that should bring you right in with us and that will be saved and when you want to listen or join us tomorrow you open up jitsi meet and hit ppn studio and you're in okay PPN so that's studio no space no spaces all ppn studio all one thingy okay all right now the other one if you're on the computer open up a browser tab and type in this dave meet m-e-e-t dot let me know when you're finished meet m-e-e-t dot okay j-i-t dot s-i front slash Okay. PPN Studio. Oh, wait a minute. I put an apostrophe. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to repeat it to you, okay, while you're looking at it. It's meet, M-E-E-T dot J-I-T dot S-I front slash PPN Studio. Now, Paul, there's a there's a file up on the website there with these instructions on it. We might ought to type in a specific one on how to join us on Jitsi and stick it up on the website, and we can just direct people there rather than take time out of the program to do this. Okay. So uh, uh, so did you get that, Dave? Meet m e e t dot j. Okay, dot J-I-T dot S-I, front slash PPN Studio. Send that to your nurse buddy, and that ought to put her right here in the forum with us. Okay. All right. Good enough. I just sent it. Okay, good. What's her name so we'll know? Uh, Cheryl. Okay, well, we'll look Cheryl. for Cheryl. Cheryl, come join us, sweetie. Yep. We'd love to talk to you. I'd like to find out what part of Florida you moved to. Um, you know, I mentioned it on here before. This was about a while back. There's probably more now. You have any idea how many people are moving to Florida a day? This was a six months or so ago. 1,700 people a day are moving to Florida, just like your friend Cheryl. And it consequently is putting a pretty big strain on real estate down there. Rents have doubled. Uh, how, there's bidding wars for homes. Uh, all cash offers, boom! Right on, right off the top, is uh, uh, it's a great time to be a uh, a listing or a selling agent, I guess, in Florida. You know, in Florida, it's been. I've heard that they issue you a real estate license when they issue you a driver's license. 
because <laughs> everybody in Florida is a real estate agent. <laughs> but uh, they ought to be uh, fighting for the business now because they got a bunch of folks moving down there. Uh, so we got Dave and Cheryl out of the way. Who else? Uh, anybody have something they'd like to ask or discuss? We'd love to hear from you. Or y'all can hear me pour out vitriol for a while. If you don't want to hear that, say something. <laughs> You'd rather hear that. <laughs> well, you're a, you're a masochistic bunch, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Roger. Yes. <laughs> By the way, we're here for you. We, we're, we're, a, we're touchy-feely people, and sometimes we just got to let it go. <laughs> well i'm feeling better already but boy i was wound up tight as a spring everybody needs to release that and the thing was it's an act of god you know it was this damn lightning bolt it hit real close because i it was close all right and i think that's the one that did the damage that affected us uh so much last night but thank goodness that's water under the bridge at this point Daniel, anyway, how you share, doing this morning, man? I want to share my experience trying to get this alloidal um, land patent. So I, I think I shared that I went through all kinds of hoops with uh, records, and they won't. They there's stuffs in their records. I say, well, anything in the archives, we can't we can't certify it. And I'm going, okay, we'll deal with that later. I still uh, let me get the information. Why can't they certify anything in the archives? Um, I think because all the agencies see a lot, I don't see stuff like this happen. Or I don't know how much up here in Northern Idaho anybody's doing anything, but I think that the words getting from one city to another and our county to another all over the country, that things are going on. Okay. And that's my guess. I have no idea, but, um, so I finally got a hold of, um, the Bureau of Land Management and the guy was People up here in, in, in um, public service like that uh, um, are just really, really kind people. Yeah, I think you said he was very, very nice and accommodating. So I had to call him back um, to say, can you certify it? And he goes, oh, my God, I, I haven't seen anything like that in 25 years. <laughs> and so he said, let me go downstairs where they handle this type of stuff. And sure enough, they're certifying it and sending it to me. I got a copy of my original uh, land patent. Well, good uh, for that, you. Well, you're half you're halfway home. Well, the big work's going to be linking uh, my my sale to the land patent. Okay, that's so good. now for the audience, you got to go through the chain of title of everybody that's had that land since that pa- land patent was granted. Correct? Yeah, which would be under grant or warranty, warranty deed or you know something like that. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. There was a lot of people giving uh, moving land to one name to another. Um, especially around the railroad time, there's a bunch of names before the railroad that they almost sold. It looks like they might have took control of it themselves. I don't know. I mean, it's just really, really weird. But um, but anyway, um, Ron Gibson has the code. Uh, I got to find it in Idaho uh, for your state code that says no. You gotta, you have to do this. You can't get away. It's against the federal law. If you don't do these things for for the public, you know? right? Right. So. Um, and once again, I believe in being very, very kind. The women gave me lots of time. No, they will not dig in the archive. They won't even dig into this stuff at all because there's no not enough uh, people to um, work the work the service, you know, desk or you know the counter. But each of them gave me like gosh, half hour, forty five minutes. Yikes! 
Yeah, but you know, do you know, it'd be nice. You might want to buy them a little fly, some flowers, and take that and tell them well, thanks. Well, Daniel. you just hit the word nice. Um, I am so grateful for these people, and I let them know it. So they're like just, ah, they're kind of like a bird upside down. You're petting their their chest. You know, they're oh, they're just happy land. So um, anyway, rubbing, rubbing that dog's belly, are you? Exactly. And so being kind to people gets you so much further, you know. And so anyway, um, I'm going to have to confront them because they're saying, oh, no, we can't copy these. Well, what I'm going to do is um, uh, I call it, oh, by the way, North Michigan. I, I, I did call my title company and they gave me a copy, not of the, they gave me a copy of some kind of document that says there is a, a land patent and what date it was but they didn't give me the copy of it and they said they would charge me twenty dollars for every um deed that we have to go back on and plus more money for uh different paperwork and, and by the time we're done um it could be you know two thousand dollars okay and so i went well i'm gonna do this myself um and so anyway um there have been that many owners? There have been that many owners to your property since the land patent? Well, I got a list of all the archives, and they, they state there's all kinds of stuff in there. There's, uh, but warranted deeds on um, just the first page, which is half written out on, on the lines, there is one, two, three, four, um, five. Uh, and then on the next page, um, let's see. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. The next one. Um, and these are all previous owners. Uh, it says deeds. I mean, they could have quit claimed it to somebody. Who knows? It could be. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's all a learning experience wow. because they got different, different stuff. Uh, and then, that, and then the one that goes all the way back. Um, there's one, two. Uh, sorry to read all this crap, but everything was handwritten in no day. Three, four, five. So warranty deeds are deeds. So um, I'm, I'm probably putting in a call to Ron Gibson and just ask him, um, you know, some pointers to make sure. But I figure I'm going to be there for a good half a day just digging through the archives. Uh, yeah, going through the chain of title. But that's the work. Okay, so of once course. you get this done – you're done. I mean, you're not done, but you're you're done with the work, right? And so, Roger. Now you get the challenges. Somebody's wanting to say something here, Daniel. Hold on. Yes, who's wanting to say something? Uh, hi, this is Rick. Uh, Daniel. Uh, the key to tracing your land is go to the grantor grantee books, and you can go all the way back as far as you want with those. And you can get some. Sometimes you can do it online. You sound like Harvey's younger brother. He sure does. Rick is it Rick. Who? Rick. Uh, this is. Wilson. Okay, Rick, you're for the first time we've spoken, isn't it? No, I spoke to you a couple months ago. I'm in okay. Georgia. Okay, all right. Well, but uh, I'm, I'm a land surveyor, and I've been researching deeds for 40 years. Just go okay. to the Grantor Grantee books. Okay, Daniel. And uh, 
you yeah. know, Rick, you need to send me an email and I, how we can get a hold of you. There's a lot of people that are looking for this information. I get quite a few requests for stuff on Lodial Title. It's not my particularly Ballywick, but I know it is with a lot of folks. And it's just not my specialty, you know. So I'm kind of learning, too. But we'd love to have you as a resource. If you don't mind, um, put, like, Rick from Georgia in the subject matter or something and send that to me. We'll have your contact on file, okay? Hey, Roger. Yes. Uh, Ron Gibson has a a webinar this weekend, Saturday. Does he? Yeah, it's uh, I think it's about two hundred fifty bucks, and it includes the book. Uh, what okay. you need to know about land patents, right? And it's through that American Meeting Group. Um, so if you search up American Meeting Group Ron Gibson, you should be able to find uh, okay. all the link for all that. All the link. American Meeting Group Ron Gibson. You can put each one of those separately in quotations, I think, and separate them out in a search engine that might give you better results. And uh, it's, uh, according to this gentleman, it's about $250. There's a fee involved. You get a copy of his book. And uh, listen, I, Ron Gibson is a heck of a resource. And it doesn't look like there's anybody super competent that we know of backing him up if something happened to him. So if you if this is something you're interested in, I'd suggest you think seriously about uh, listening to that. Do you think they'll have videos of it afterwards for a, for a lesser price or something? Or is it just one shot all from the first live? I have no idea. I would think they'd record it. I would think. Well, I'm, I almost guarantee it's recorded. Hopefully, they'll let that out. But he's a heck of a resource, and we're just fortunate. Thanks to Samuel. I didn't know who the guy was. Uh, Samuel's the one that turned him on to us. And Chris Cave, the late aforementioned Chris Cave, also had gotten a loyal title on his land there in Arizona and uh, attended a seminar he did down in arizona here a while back where he met brent and john casarab and all those guys met up over there so uh good information get american meeting group ron gibson uh for a seminar this weekend so if that is something uh, this is something that you've written me about or you've got an interest in i'd suggest you follow up on that okay rick I want to say something about um ron he has a lot of videos and interviews yes he does and i've watched several of them they're long. They're two and a half hours long. Um, but it's the same stuff. Um, what you, and so if you can't afford the 250 watch his videos. He'll get you started. Okay? Um, let, you, let me also ahead. plug Jim White, who's uh, the big uh, announcer up there Gary turned me on to. Uh, Jim White, we've done a couple of interviews, and Jim's a really nice guy, very, very on top professional in what he does. He's on uh, he's on Mike Adams' uh, network now, opposite our program here, unfortunately. But Jim told me that he's interviewed Ron Gibson about 30 times. So somewhere over in his archives, there's a bunch of Ron Gibson stuff. In our archives, if you go back to J- J- February the 7th of 2020, Okay, now Judy, yeah, hopefully you've gotten your problem down there in Warner Robins, another Georgia gal, uh, Rick, um, who uh, she could only get five episodes on the archives, and I hope we got her straightened out where she can get back in the archives because you shouldn't no, be able we, to. We got that fixed. Okay, good deal. All right, now uh, go back and you can go down the bottom of the page, and it gives you about twenty episodes on one page. You go back to the next page and next page. Go back to February the seventh of twenty twenty, and we had Ron on on a Friday intentionally 
with brent so you had an attorney on and ron gibson on and it was a really really productive program as best i remember so you can also activate that and our archives if you'd like to hear our twist and how we interviewed ron that day go ahead rick you i interrupted you man i'm sorry i i need to ask rick if he would uh if he would at least send contact details to commonlawlearniversity at gmail.com because allodial titles is one of the things that uh, a lot of people are interested in yeah if not paul i'll just forward it to you but why don't you go ahead and plug that i saw your skype message uh uh this morning when i woke up and looked over there and got everything opened up again why don't you you and daniel are doing this together right do you want to talk about that we we haven't launched yet we're just putting the the pieces in place (laughs) Uh, we do have an active email address that is commonlawlearniversity at gmail.com. You want to repeat uh, that slowly do. again, please? Commonlawlearniversity. Spell you learniversity. It's a weird word. <laughs> are y'all putting this one? Are y'all putting this in the lexicon? It's just L E A R N I V E R S I T Y. Learniversity okay learniversity okay now these are also uh, go ahead i'm sorry we also have learniversity or common law learniversity.org uh that is not live yet and we also have uh c l l p m a for the private membership association side of the common law learniversity okay so all this isn't set up yet right it's not operable so there's no sense going over it now so please don't send me emails going what how do i join how do i join please it's not operable yet you'll be able to go straight to us to join and we'll make sure that you know exactly how to do it but as far as roger goes uh he doesn't know it yet but there's a couple of updates to the matrix docs dot com the matrix docs.com if you just want to listen to the program on euro folk radio just go to radio dot the matrix docs.com okay and that good. will hook you up with euro folk radio all right good and deal. if you want to join us on the jitsi board just go to talk dot the matrix docs.com and it'll Take you right to the PPN Studio Jitsi Boy. Oh, good, good addition, Tom. I'm Paul, excuse me. I'm glad you put that in there, and I'll have to go over and look at it. I like get fun at it. Yeah, but uh, I want to before you do, Daniel. Let me just say, both these guys here, Paul and Daniel, are new. You know, uh, no, neither one of them been been around here even 45 days. I don't think. Okay, and not only are, look at the way the information has touched them right out the gate. Both these guys were straight out the gate. Okay, uh, full gallop. All right, and look how it's affected them subsequently and you can hear it in their voice okay so and see what they're doing and it's just what warms my heart guys and i want to publicly compliment you in and don and the other people that are doing things gary out there in montana and all the people that are contributing to this effort uh i really appreciate you and i hadn't asked a single one of them to do any of this okay this is all self-initiative well, yeah. Roger, this um, this group of people is our Petri dish that we grew out of, and I don't know that it could have happened without this room. And um, uh, to me, this is uh, you, 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 and this group is our foundation. Okay? It certainly would not have happened without you. Well, Roger. please, please, please give John, uh, John, and Glenn some credit too. It's not just me. I could have never well, done this without said. them. There's all you know? kinds of 
really good people, like this um, surveyor, okay? Yeah, right. Um, surveyors are really, really important in the process of aloidal. They're the, they're the key thing, okay? You have to be able to define your property, okay? That's and exactly it's not, right. If it's not defined, you've got to have a surveyor do it, okay? But they are, this guy is knowledgeable. You uh, know, is he still on the show right now? Yeah, Rick's still with us. You know, I wanted to bring up something that Glenn put in when he added the the when they edited the book, and he brought in a biblical verse. I don't remember the chapter and verse, but I remember the verse, and it says, "Do not move the ancient stones." Do y'all remember reading that in there? Yeah. Do not move the ancient stones. And the reason that it says that in the Bible is because it's the stones that used to mark the boundaries of their properties. And they right. say, do not move the ancient stones because you're messing with these established boundaries of property ownership all the way back to biblical times. Okay. And so that's what they've done to us, at least uh, ideologically here in what, in what we deal with in the political and the legal side is they move the ancient stones. Right. Okay. And there they, was penalty of death for that. There is that right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you, Rick. We're glad you joined us again, and uh, you're uh, you could be a very valuable addition to this. So we welcome you with open arms. Okay. So well, I appreciate. Our, well, one one thing though, I'm I'm not an expert in allodial title. Okay, no, but that's I okay. have researched land deeds for a long, long time. I'll tell you something. Uh, uh, about fifteen. Well, shoot, no, it's been more than that. Twenty five years ago. Uh, uh, all the counties started uh, uh, bringing people in to scan all their deeds so they could put them online. Right. And you can get a lot. But in the last 10 years, the counties have changed software a lot and made it harder and harder for you to research stuff. I think it's deliberate. Well, I'm sure. I agree. But just back to what. Especially as corrupt as Georgia has gotten since I lived there. And oh, I, yeah. Rick, I am shocked. <laughs> I am shocked at the state I lived in for 30 years and really have an affinity for at what has gone through. And one of my buddies up there told me how they did this. Okay. They did it with the tax loophole where they give all these Hollywood companies a bunch of big tax benefits for coming in there and doing stuff that they can turn around and sell. Wow. Yeah, there's a, a couple of guys that are famous around Atlanta. They have opened up studios within the last 15, 20 years. Right. I'm just shocked at what, I've, what I'm seeing coming out of Georgia. I'm not kidding you. It just breaks my heart. Well, it breaks mine, too. I, I was born and raised here, and, and my God, I'm, I'm embarrassed. What little right. town, What town are you in, Rick? I, I remember you told me it's right between Macon and Augusta, isn't it? Uh, I'm halfway between Macon and Brunswick. Oh, in Brunswick. Okay, so you're down the other direction. All right. Yeah. And sorry, I misnamed it. We call it, we used to call it Disgusta. So I think that's much, <laughs> oh, much more appropriate. I, I agree. I used I lived in Douglas County though since from '95 till uh, two years oh, ago. Douglasville over to the west yeah. of Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah. My buddy Jack's from Douglasville. Uh, that's down here. Right. So yeah, it's a great little county that's real close to Atlanta, but it's still rural. Yes, true. Uh, the the west side is the only decent side to live on now. You know the the one thing that's decent about Augusta, Disgusta, is the Masters. Okay, and uh, I remember when I was green and first in the record business, and there's a really important radio station over there called WBBQ. 
They got AM, FM, TV, all that stuff. You're probably familiar with them. Big, big time, important radio station. Okay, and so uh, if you were really working a record, you had to have BBQ. And so I, I had some record I was working, and I just need to get over there and see them. So I just hopped on a plane and popped over there. And I'm not a golfer, all right. And and so I pull into what's Bush Field, I think, is the airport there in 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 Disgusta. Hell, there's 150 Learjets parked all over the tarmac. You know, couldn't get a hotel room, nothing inside. I had to go over there and just turn around and fly back that day, but it was shocking. Um, one of the things they used to do, though, is for the masters, um, they would give out for media people. They would allow them, after the Masters is finished on Sunday and you get the final round, they invite all the media people to come play the course on Monday. And a couple of my friends got to go play Augusta National. They're golfers, and I guess there's probably no no higher experience in golfing than getting to play the Augusta National course. Went over there one time. We got the Georgia Association of Broadcasters tickets one day on a Saturday round. Go over there. Have you ever been to that, Rick? No, sir, I have not. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you what. You go in, you get in the Masters, and it, it, there's, what, 25,000 people on the grounds, you know, walking around following all those golfers. There's not one piece of trash or paper anywhere on the ground. That place is impeccable. And it's not that they got people running around cleaning up. It's that the people there respect it so much they won't put stuff on the ground. It's a heck of a place, Augusta National. It's the mecca for golfers. Lifetime golfer, that's my um, bucket list, but it hasn't happened yet. Now, do you know, Daniel, that they, you know what they play on is rye grass there. Do you know that? That's yeah. why they don't play it in the summers because rye grass only grows in the winter. And right. they grow that white rye grass all winter to have that tournament in the spring, and then the whole thing's almost dead the rest of the year during the summer down there. No, it's it's amazing. But I just want to say one thing about all those airplanes at the whatever airport. Bush. Bushfield. Yeah, I think I think you're talking about as 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 awesome as this seems to you and I, the people that are behind it all probably are all, you know, the deep state because they no, no, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Okay. And there's a there's a few other uh, golf courses that they all belong to on the west coast. One is Pebble uh, Pebble Beach would be one of them probably. Pebble, well, Pebble Beach, but it's not Pebble. It's um, Del Monte uh, course, which is exclusively private, same people. And then there's one other, and that's down where I lived in Thousand Oaks called, um, uh, well, it's uh, Sh- Sherwood Lake. Uh, I forgot the name of the course, but they're all the same corporate heads and all that. And this takes oodles of money just to join. And- well, I, I was so honored to have that Saturday pass and we got to go walk the grounds and see, you know, all the golfers. Oh, and all that stuff. It was, it was really, it was magnificent for me and I'm not a big golfer. I tried it for a while. I didn't have a temperament for it, you know, but, uh, it's a beautiful sport and that is one of the premier golf courses in the entire world right there. I'm so, going to get back to what the best thing that Rick back to my original point is the best thing in Disgusta, Georgia is Augusta national <laughs> and, yeah, and James Brown it, and James Brown's birthplace. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the masters is kind of like the Kentucky Derby. They fly in people from all over the world. They sure that. do. They sure do. Yeah. They do. It's a pretty cool little spot there. So uh, anyway, Daniel, I interrupted you and Rick, you and Rick are talking. We're on this no, avoidable title thing. 
we're, hey, we're talk golf you can interrupt okay <laughs> and um, uh, so anyway, where can we go on this freedom thing well, i just want to say i want to share about what paul and i are doing um this is going to be a website to teach people further and deeper because roger if you don't stay in your lane and stay out of other lanes you can to me i think it, it keeps you safe is what i think i, mean, I don't know if i'm making that up or not but but we'll take the burden on the other and we're going to have different pages one's going to be roger sales one's going to be dana um whatever or one's going to be a, a loyal title so there'll, there'll be instructions to learn and once again we're not going to say we know it all we don't this is all the journey but um all these uh, for instance how to start a pma because we're going through that process right good i like this so you're going to take all these different issues and and put them under their own categories over on this we want to help you understand some of the nuances on the off topics here yeah and we're going to have archives uh dana's never made a penny and he's going to uh, go th- over his six, five cases that he won without ever walking into court on major issues. Uh-huh. And, well, there, there's uh, there's Dana now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, what we're going to do is uh, help him uh, help those that actually need one-on-one services. And he'll charge a very nominal fee compared to a lawyer. And also... Uh, if you want to watch his nodules where he explains why he put this code in there and why he put that code and how that has an effect on his cases, he's going to sell those, uh, you know, as, as learning pods, you know, in other words, like a lot of places do, they teach and this is, you pay for the, pay for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be his lane. And, um, that we're, we're going to probably get, we got to get a hold of Ron Gibson and we're, we want, we really want to do a page on Ron. Um, there's someone that's uh, very expert on the PMAs. We want to get a, a page on him. Mike, Mike Collum, I think, isn't that his name? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, and as other things develop, we just want to be, a, and, and then we will have our own, okay, uh, show like you have, so people can call in and talk, and they'll be streamed into different places. And then, um, good old Paul, by the way, Paul and I spent hours and hours just getting to know each other hours i mean days and because of that we work really well together i think they were one of these friday deals where jim plays a replay and we keep jitsi open you guys were on there for like 11 hours one day yeah that's the kind of well we get on directly on um, skype we we're not doing it so much now we have established a very good working relationship and what all we're going to be is facilitators there you go don't call me leader don't call me nothing we're just gonna try to make everybody else shine that's what our i mean not just our our awesome um learnversity professors which is another goofy title but um but we're very reverent to those who have brought this and spent their lives doing it but we really want to make sure that people that come in feel very, very comfortable, and they're very, very honored. We don't want anybody coming in and um, getting into the weeds with too much religion or if it's if it's not based on what we're talking about, okay? So we're, we're going to monitor it, but very kindly. And um, it, I've, I've seen this before where there's two monitors, and while one guy's talking, the other guy's got another thought and actually completes the other guy's – in other words, we're different personalities. Yes. But having, 
having two working together is just, I've seen it before. It's awesome. And that's how I feel about Paul. I feel we work and complement each other. Well, when you can find somebody where your personalities mesh like that and you bounce off each other in a positive manner, it's very productive and can be. So I, I think yeah. this will be, and I'm really excited for you, for the audience and the people that don't know about us yet that are coming, and there's going to be a number of those as we go forward here. Uh, and forward to people that already shown interest, and I've already got them on our list so that they're going to be notified and and we're just collecting na- i'm collecting names right now so. okay fantastic well i appreciate the effort i applaud it and uh and i, I wish y'all a great amount of success and we'll work however closely we need to okay to get you uh up to a point where um it fulfills your expectations hopefully roger yes there's a comment in the chat that the uh that the uh the subdomain forward for radio wasn't working. I figured it out. Eurofolk Radio doesn't have a secure site and I was doing the forward as a secure encrypted. So once it got there, Eurofolk just um closed the connection and said, Uh-uh. Okay. So, so I you, have fixed the forward. Fixed. And okay. As soon as as soon as the domain records update globally, then that link will start working. It's a little broken right now until All right. until servers sort sort things out. Okay. Well, thanks whoever tried it and letting us know there's a little snafu and Paul's on top of it. And thank you, Paul, for straightening it out. And we'll uh, hopefully it be straightened out by tomorrow, so you can uh, get more information and more navigability out of the uh, the Matrix Docs D O C S dot com site. Thank you, yeah. Paul, as always. Well, you're um, welcome. I wanted to make sure that I did the did the radio link because we're limited to 100 members on the Jitsi board. If if we start publishing talk.thematrixdocs.com, uh, we're going to be so full so quickly that a lot of people that have questions won't be able to get in. Well, we're gonna we're pretty close to hitting one of these other major platforms too. I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but I know we're close. And uh, when that happens, it is you know is going to facilitate because that's one of my big concerns it had never has been until recently but we're approaching the 100 limit on jitsi i don't know about today but in the past a couple of times we've been within 20 and uh so you know if uh, at some point i've been saying for a long time the folks that just want to be close to this or why ever you join us here on the jitsi platform as opposed to just listening on the stream uh at some point you, you 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 may not be able to do that as easily so uh and the people that have got questions are the ones that are going to get priorities here that can bring things to discuss for everybody's benefit can i add to that sure um, i my brain's always looking how to solve problems and uh, we got about 53 problems in the room right now <laughs> we don't have we have 53 opportunities well, i look at every problem as an opportunity paul okay? <laughs> what i'm saying is this is i don't know how many people have filed for their um national and roger will never push and i'll never push but I want. Can we just have hands up, everybody that's done it yet? I'd like to just see in the room. Well, that'd be if you. I guess if you can do it, and you can get on your and figure it out. If you want to put your hand up, we'll get some sort of a toll on it. Uh, yeah, I, well, let's go. Let's do this. Well, let's let's, let's approach it. Let's approach it from the other way. Yeah, uh, let me the finish do- what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. What what um with what we're doing. We're going to bring people because it's a synergetic thing. What we're doing and you're doing and everybody's doing. This will fill up very soon, very soon. And so the reason I'm bringing it up 
is because if you and there's not many that have filed yet. One, uh, two, three, four, five, six, there's seven, nine so far. Nine. Okay, so th there might be more. But what I'm saying is the majority of the real hasn't done it. And what I'm saying is that I'm fearful that once this gets a real head of steam, the government's going to even put more resistance of getting it done easy. And so that's what I'm bringing up. Is I don't. I don't think they can, Daniel. Well, they can't. They can't. But the problem is, is that you, we're. I'm talking about in all the different areas where we're trying to get information. It's harder and harder and harder and harder because they just they just drag their feet. I mean, you can force them. Well, and that's where we're coming. Uh, I mean, they buried this one pretty deep from the front end. Okay. Right. Well, I I think we will see more resistance. They're going to have to. I hope so. Once you know the law. I, you know the law okay. I, I hope they do because I want to rub their damn nodes in their pile of crap they left. They got to be shaking in their boots right I'm now. I'm telling you, this scares them, man. They've got no response, no nothing except to act who they are, and they'll never do that because they know the consequences. That's the position this puts these guys in. And that's why the state law code. Once you know the statute, you can go in there and say, "Hey, do you want to do this, or do you want me to serve you a, 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 a you know, a letter right now?" And um, they're going to learn that people are learning, and and the, the, this is exciting. But I'm just what I do say is like, um, it's been a pain in the ass trying to get the loyal because all this resistance that I feel is all set up ahead of time, which is kind of what Rick was saying. And if that's true, they're, they're going to do it everywhere, like what we're getting from the IRS and everything else. I just think if you just get your – get, your, I, I want to push you to get your national. Forget anything else. Don't worry. You can pay your taxes. You can drive with, with a license. Do whatever you want. But get that done because it's going to be there forever, okay? They and, can't and change it. They can't change right. it except at the point of a gun, and they'll right. never do it. Right. So hey, anyway, Roger. that sense. Yes, who's trying to hey Roger? This is Mike in Nebraska, Roger. Hey Mike. Um I just on that point I wanted to add, you know, you and Mel Stamper on the same page. Since they've laid this whole ICC and Admiralty over the system, they have to it's layered over the constitution. They have right. to give exit ramps. That's right. Otherwise it, it wasn't otherwise not, it wasn't constitutional. Exactly. And there is a couple. Stamper's got another exit ramp that he alludes to at the end, end of the book. But you're both on the same page about the national okay. and everything. Well, listen, uh, for the wanted, audience that may not know, if we've got new people, I want you to tell them what you're talking about. There's a guy that was an attorney and a federal judge. His oh, name and is a lot more. And yeah. was he? And Mel Stamper's yeah. his name. And about 20 years or so ago, he wrote a book called Fruits from the Poisonous Tree. You can get it and find it out there on the Internet, free download, or you can pay for it if you want to be a little more honest. And uh, uh, But anyway, that is, he's right, as Mike says and i haven't read the book but he's lockstep with what we're doing he just doesn't under have it in the same vocabulary and lexicon exactly. that we do okay yeah exactly but yeah and he was a commercial airline pilot was uh, he oh my gosh yeah he's got like five or six different careers right? really but yeah amazing man um but i wanted to say to the people that were talking about the allodial title i'm just doing that with ron i'm actually sending in my package to him to work it this today and um, on the title search, whoever was talking about that, you're yes, exactly that was right. Rick. That was Rick. Yeah, because I started trying to do that myself, but they have two different systems, one old and one new. And so I didn't want to make a mistake on it. So I just called around to title companies and told them I wanted a chain of title summary. 
And one quoted me some outrageous price, the same as they would for any title search. But one did it for 200 bucks, and I got it done in an hour. Is that right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you give us the name of that title company? That I, I paid 200 in a minute. Yeah, it's well, it's in Grand Island, Nebraska. Would they be able to do it in your area? I'm not, I guess I they, they, they probably are. Yeah, I'm they're probably sure, but you can't tell them what you're doing. Um, I just told them I was doing it for historical reasons. You know, Ron right. always tells you don't tell them what because a lot of these people are in on the in on the scam, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, and especially if they start getting a bunch of people wanting it, but yeah, I can, um, I can look that up, and um, I'll, I'll put my email in the okay. chat, and Thank then you. just send me a deal, Dan. Is that Dan? Yes, yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, and then I'll just say that what you just said is what I really want to say is that Ron says it's very dangerous to try to put all this in order on a legal uh, paperwork, and he'll do it. So if you get the, if you get the brunt of the work done, it's a lot less money. Well, and I don't think he's gouging anybody. I, I don't, no, no, I'm sure. I think he charges. He said seven hundred dollars to do the paperwork for you. And but the example. Well, I guess it has some variables in there. But the, I, what I, I was going to, I wanted to emphasize what he told us about that was he said there was a lady that didn't want to pay the money, which is you know didn't have it or whatever, and she made a, a minor mistake in her paperwork and she went to prison for it. Okay, yeah. so that's seven hundred dollars well spent to have this guy do it for you if you want to move yeah. forward on that. This is where Mark. we're different uh, on that. It's different than what Rogers teaching. We have to learn it, so be it. Um, we this here, it's really important that you don't wing it on your own. You know that you really get the words right and everything right. Um, yeah, that, because that's, that's what you were saying, Mike. So I, I really appreciate what you said. Yeah, because what's happening from what I ascertained was if you do it wrong, you're claiming somebody's land next to you that you're trying to steal their land. Uh oh. And and they know you did it accidentally, but they'll still throw you in prison. In a land in a land of thieves, they'll throw your ass in jail. (laughs) 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 Who was trying to hey Roger a second ago? That that was that was me, Roger. Uh, most major cities, even medium cities, they have an abstract record service independent that will research your chain of title uh prices vary a lot but i would suggest you do it on your own as far as you can then if you run into a stumbling block uh they might be able to help you there and it would be a lot cheaper there you go thank you rick and it's not that hard okay rick please do send me an email so we can get in touch with you okay i tell you what why don't i just tell everybody it's rick wilson rls at gmail all right, Rick Wilson, R-L-S at gmail.com. Rick, what to the, what town are you in now? I'm actually, I just moved into a house in Lumber City of all places. Lumber City? <laughs> Hell, I never even heard of Lumber City, Georgia. <laughs> is it down it's, there around uh, Franklin or something, or is it further? It's just south of McRae. You know, it's oh, on, it's oh, on the road. Uh, my wife is from McRae. My second okay, wife is from McRae. Well, I'm about 15 miles south. It's okay. right on the Golden Isles. Do you Park, ever? Right? Uh, who's our great pastor down there? I can't. His name escapes me, but he's really, really well known, and he's right in that area around McRae. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? No, I just like I said, I just moved down here from Douglas okay. County. So, well, listen, there, this is a guy you may want to get in with. I'll have to call Harvey. I just his name escapes me. He's pretty, pretty uh, notorious in a good way, and uh, just is a that heck Dr. Of a, Charles Stanley? 
No, it's not. No, Charles Stanley's in Atlanta at First Baptist Church. Uh, this guy, I just can't think of his name. He's a great patriot guy. He's got a lot of like-minded people that come to his services, and I believe he holds his services in in McRae, Rick. I'll try and find out more. I'll put you – send me that email. I'll put you in touch with Harvey. Harvey knows him and knows it a lot better than I do, okay? Bobby, okay, I'll, I'll have no, to no, search no. a little bit to find how to get your email in. Uh, which 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 one is yeah, best? Okay, just send it. the The show email is Radio Ranch, no space, two words, no space. Radio Ranch at mail m a i l dot com, not Gmail, just mail. Radio Ranch, okay. no space at mail dot com will get it to me. Okay. Oh, okay. by the way, I just wa- uh, wanted to know: Do you know Kim Peter- Peterson? Kim Peterson doesn't really ring a bell. When, when did you leave the Atlanta area? 2003. Oh, you should have heard him on GST. Oh, Kim, he had, was he the he Marine the, guy? Was yeah, he, he had the afternoon okay. drive. Oh, yeah. No, I remember him. I remember him. He's, he's going rants like you do. All yeah. The time. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, I used to listen to GST a lot, and he was Sean was there then, actually. For a minute, anyway, for a little while. Uh, yeah, I remember him. I sure do. I wonder, all you former, all you Marines say there's no such thing as a former Marine. Well, what about now that they're endorsing the LBGT movement and putting bullets with rainbows painted on them on their hats? How about that? Are you still, <laughs> are you still an active Marine or are you a former Marine? Well, that uh, acronym would be Let's Get Biden to Quit. very good brent (laughs) they are they're messing up the country with a capital f i'm going to tell you that right i want to share something going in my town right now on that note Uh, i live right near um well i'm I'm, uh just a suburb just hop skip and jump from uh court lane uh the famous the famous court lane idaho if you can, if you can remember, a little over two years ago, uh, they uh, had a couple uh, BLMs. I'm not talking about Bureau of Land. No, right, no, right. Yeah, they tried to come uh, to town, didn't they? Yeah, my brother's a militia. He's a general. He's got his own crew. He's got about maybe ten, twelve, and then he knows all the other generals. They all showed up. And by the way, everybody packs here if if they want. I don't. I'm not yet worried. I will if I have to, but. Uh, you don't have to get a special license. Stuff. You, you're allowed to pack here, okay? So open, open carry, them. open carry, Daniel. Open, yeah, open, any kind of carry you want. There's no rule on it. Okay. And they still enforce the rule that if someone comes to your house uh, to try to mess with you, you can shoot them dead, and they're not going to make you the criminal like in California. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, we also have to pay no tax when we sell our house. Or buy the house. There's no sales tax on houses. Really? But anyway, so what was going on was they all went in, and of course, uh, the generals are just cruising to see what's going on in town because, you know, they're afraid that they're going to start pumping more of these um, suckers in here to cause some trouble. And it got national news. I saw, just- I saw some of the videos of that, I remember. Yeah, yeah. It was very significant. Well, and- you know, we got some real good listeners out there fairly close to you. In, yeah, in your area. Were, well, I can put you in touch with them. Okay, good. Because I'd like to start up like what's going on in uh, Montana. But anyway, 
Um, that's by the way, Roger. Can you send me the head guy there in Montana's number? So I yeah, can yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with your. He's probably about a nine iron from you. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't far tall. <laughs> oh, I think he is. I don't think it's far into Montana. It's an hour drive, which is nothing. Okay, it's but, up there in the northwest corner. I know up there that abuts your little skinny part of your state. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, the, uh, just to mention, anybody who's got their hands up, put them down now. They're <laughs> 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 getting pretty tired. But anyway, um, so my neighbor came by yesterday when I was talking with Paul, and this guy is in. He, he sees the stuff that's going on. He's an older fellow. And he said, I got to tell you what's going on. I go, what? He says, BLM is coming to uh, Coeur d'Alene again, and they're going to have a gay parade, and they're going to hang their butts out and their dingle-dangles out to show the kids. And um, they, the cops are all talking about what they're going to do. And what, what the, I said, I don't trust the cops for nothing because they're all signed a, an oath to the queen. The sheriff is the one I care about. And but anyway – they're going to be doing a procession. It's it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here because these pe- people here don't want that crap at all. I'm sure of that they anyway. they're just gonna they're just gonna throw it right in your face, aren't they? They're, that's what they're trying to do. You're talking about demonics running crazy. Jeez. Paul, you've been Roger. trying to say something for about ten minutes. What would yeah, we'll, we'll entertain what you got to say. BLM stands for Biden's Laptop Matters. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, I, the, the whole thing about uh, uh, Marine or former Marine, uh, there is no, it's true, there is no former Marine. What I would question is if somebody's going to be shooting rainbow bullets and all that happy crap, I would question whether they were actually a Marine to begin with. There's Marines and there's not marines yeah well i don't know the ones wearing the ones wearing wearing uh red sequins high heel shoes are probably not good marines is my my guess not marines period as far as i'm concerned (laughs) uh it's just it's sad to see the military though you know i grew up in the military and all the pride and all the patriotism and everything else that these people have uh, degenerated to this level. It's just as everything else they touch, it's just absolutely repulsive. And yeah, they exactly. think they're selling it to people, and people ain't buying it. Maybe a small portion, but the majority of people aren't buying this crap. Okay? Yeah. They're well, sitting back wondering. now. They haven't done anything, but there's going to be an event, and they're going to do I'm, something. I'm just wondering how all these parades and stuff are getting around the public decency laws. I mean, well, it's like on. the thing. Well, hey, it's like the thing happened in Dallas this weekend with the. Of course, now we're in Pride Month, okay? And so they get the drag queens and they get people to bring their young children to a gay club. And the cops are standing outside, and instead of trying to go in and say, you can't bring children in where liquor served like this, and they go after the people that are protesting, there's mm-hmm. cops for you right now. Yeah. Unfortunately. Just wearing allegiance to the queen unfortunately so uh well we uh we we remove ourselves from them and uh let them foist and fall on their own petard which queen did they swear allegiance to yeah which queen was it (laughs) (laughs) well now good question jeff (laughs) 
it was oh my you know what i was thinking about the other night honest to goodness i don't know where this thought came from but this was being talked about or something and the thought comes to my mind well who is the really about the first one of these queens that you see out there in public that was actually in the spotlight and getting accolades anybody got a guess rupaul Tiny Tim. Wilson. Tiny Tim. Tiptoe through the tulips with me. On, on Johnny Carson, no less, okay? Yes, Playing yes. his ukulele and singing his little queer song. Yep. <laughs> Puke. Amen. So, uh, very novel at the time. I, one of our lionesses is here. Well, yes. Hello. It's Mar- How are you? Good morning. Hey, Marka. I I got your email. Yeah. Um, to check and see if they received it. You mean that? Okay. Why don't you get? Why don't you give the audience so they don't they don't just pick up on our conversation? Why don't you give okay. them some background here, please? Um, I sent in my affidavit. My daughter's in my affidavit, and I got the receipt confirmation, the green card back. Um, but I wanted to double check and see if it was in Blinken's office or in my administrative file so well it's not going to be able to hit your administrative file yet okay Okay. this is a bureaucracy and and i'm sure they they don't do this oh here's another affidavit let's go get it in her file right now i don't think they operate like that i think you maybe wait a little bit okay okay but i got the stamp that says inspected and processed and it says June 3rd, 2022, and then DOS. So you, it was June 3rd, and you got it back on the 6th? I got it, yeah. That's incredible. I got it. I sent it in on the 28th, and priority mail. So. Okay. 28th, the 3rd. I mean, that's a – Jeff, that's pretty quick turnaround for a return receipt, isn't it? Three days? Oh yeah, mighty damn quick. Good for you, Murica. Now your concern was that it wasn't signed, and and you you just don't you still even though you got it back and it's got a stamp on it, you're still apprehensive that these people are doing the right thing. Is that is that, am I getting that correct? Yes, correct. Okay. Well, you got to let them have a little time first of all. Okay. Uh, if you got the thing stamped, did you go to online to the USPS and check and see if it's noted as received? um i'm gonna do that i did check check it yes okay well then that that's all the confirmation you need is if it's noted as signed for and received doesn't matter what it's stamped with i know you'd like to see ambassadorial mailbag on there everybody would but it's not there and don't worry about it okay okay sounds good the stamp was diplomatic diplomatic um yeah, well, some of, some of them had ambassadorial pouch oh, or something. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Uh, hey, Roger, this is Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, I resent that for you. Okay, good. This time I said uh, I want copies of uh, affidavit, termination letters, and passport application. All right, and and citizenship evidence. Did you use that magic phrase? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Yes. Well, I think that'll get you some results, okay? Yeah, I grabbed onto this license preserver uh, a while ago okay now Merca, spent, uh, i want i want about a hundred dollars okay in, uh, I want, in our notes on all notices okay well i want you to listen to this Merca, because this is if you want to pacify yourself this is what you're going to want to need to do is uh, you haven't sent in for the passport app yet right 
Not yet. Okay. Well, after you do that, give them a little time and then do a FOIA like Mike's doing right here. But ask for specific things on your Freedom of Information Act request. Okay. You got to say all things pertaining to citizenship evidence, affidavits, passport applications, things that are specific, or they'll just say, well, you didn't ask for anything specific to hell with you. You with me? Yeah, I'm trying to think what else I can ask for. Well, that's all you you just want to know. It's in your folder, aren't you? Yes. Okay, well, that's all you need to ask for then. Okay. All right. So you heard what Merca said, right? She sent it by priority mail. That's okay. even more efficient than certified right now because of the divo. Well, now hold it. Yeah. Not necessarily, no. Now, see, there's somebody that used to work at the post office, Mer. And yeah, you, I know not necessarily, but that's what they're saying. Yeah. Well, talk's cheap. <laughs> well, I'm it can be expensive. What did Merca just say? I'm just backing up what she said. No okay. one can pinpoint it. Okay. Priority mail is taken care of a little a little more carefully. It right. seems I've, I've used priority mail for almost everything. So usually when I'm checking for um, my priority mail tracking, it's always on time. If not, it's like it's sooner than what it says. Okay. You know, it's three days, and okay. usually it arrives, like, within two days. Okay. Now let me repeat again. In my experience, like 10 bucks, so. over all these years, you know, of doing this, by and far, the most part, when when they reach, when this paperwork reaches the appropriate place and it gets shuffled through the bureaucracy, they don't know what's going on here. They just know they're supposed to take this stuff and put it somewhere. You know, they've got a job to do. And I very rarely, if ever, have I seen it not be done correctly, to my knowledge. Okay, I'm going to put that disclaimer in there. So I understand everybody's apprehensive about it. I understand you want to know. You want everything right on your passport card and all the rest of that stuff. But what really matters is that piece of paper in that administrative file of that government official. Okay, That's where the rubber meets the road right there. So uh, anyway, well, Merck, as you go forward, we'll, we'll you know, be anxious to hear what you get back. But I hey, think Roger. It, hold on just a second, Mike. It, it sounds like you're going to want to FOIA them in you know, 30, 45 days, something like that, maybe 60, and see what's in there. Yeah, Mike? Yeah, the problem I was having when I send things to D.C., they'd want to drop it off at the D.C. Uh, uh, post office and have the agency come pick it up. Right. I'm like, no. I, I call them and say, no, I paid for you to deliver it, not for them to come pick it up. Okay. Well, well the carrier's already come and got us. Then they'd call me back. Oh, we went ahead and send the carrier to drop it off. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's just as I paid for it. You do your job. Okay. Well, there's Mike being assertive again. Yeah, that's what I was. You think? You, let me ask you a question. You think Mike is empowered a little bit? Uh, Mike. Yeah, uh, Mike. Who was just speaking? You think he's empowered? Yes. Driving his car with a private tag and you know driver's a passport card and all that kind of stuff, kind of talking to these people, these public servants like this. You think he's empowered? Do you? Okay, so just just a rhetorical question, obviously. Okay, well, uh, yeah, like Mer- I said, I've spent a hundred hours sending out notices to all these agents. Well, good for you, so, buddy. You can't paper them enough, honestly. So I, I don't understand why they just stamp it. They should sign it. You're paying for that, right? <laughs> I think maybe the stamp suffices for the signature. Okay. 
Okay. So, uh, all right, who's got something else they want to discuss? You want to add on to what we've already talked about? Roger. Yeah, there's Alan. Speaking, hey, of, speaking of Georgia, speaking of North Georgia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Victoria was asking a question in the chat. She was asking about EMP devices and all. And uh, I put a link over in there to EMP Shield. Uh, she was saying she had had a lot of trouble with a lot of them that didn't work. But everything I can tell from that one is probably about the best thing on the market. And they give a uh, an insurance policy even for lightning. If you have things damaged, they will pay for it. Is that if right? you have damage? Yeah, from if you have their device on. Uh, I think it's. I think it does work. I haven't bought one and tried it myself, but I've listened to the guy that owns the company. He's on uh, Roger Moore show there on RBN every morning from eight to ten Eastern. I don't know what uh-huh. that is the rest of the place or who, where people are, but uh, you can listen to the guy that actually owns the company and he talks and explains and goes over all of it. And I think that would be the only one I would put my money on. Um, I would throw another one out there, which is the one rents is, uh, promoting with this guy in Europe has come up with, I've heard him interviewed several times and they've actually got a pretty important labs blessings over there in Europe on it. I don't remember the name of it, but Victoria, you may want to go over and look at rents.com R E N S E. I know there's a banner on it and promoting it and you'll be able to find it and you can look at both and compare and make your decision. But I, my feeling is probably both of them were, Alan. Yeah, maybe. I know he does sell some to the Department of Defense. Uh, he's gotten contracts with the government. Well, it's also. Hard, hard to beat that little testimony yeah. right there from the thieves. Hey, Stan from Proxy Club sells them too. Okay, Stan from Proxy Club. Yeah. So there's a few sources out there, Victoria, and you can go do your homework on that. What was you want to give that one again? The 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 name of the company or the uh, product it's again, Alan? Uh, it's called EMP Shield. Okay. And uh, go to John Moore's website. You can get a discount if you buy it off of his or through his website or okay. something. It, I think you get a percent discount off of it buying it through him. Okay. This is the deal you put on your cell phone that like uh, uh, it makes it non-toxic, basically? No, 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 no. This is what you put on your house or your car oh. to guard against that. Lightning strikes, EMP from a nuclear blast, or even um, solar flares like the Carrington effect. Okay. Uh, cause effect, but uh, spikes in spikes in electricity and voltage in places where they're not supposed to be. Okay. But uh, they say if you put it on the house, it sometimes it even protects the next door neighbors. They've had lightning strikes where the next door neighbor was protected because. The next, the, the people next to him had one on the house. I'll be darned. There's a lot of we could have used. I could have used one of those around here yesterday. That's right. <laughs> okay, well, yep. thank you, Alan. Everything all right with you up there in Dallas? Oh yeah, yeah, everything running okay. I reckon. Okay, nobody been crazy lately. Okay, good to hear from you, man. Always a pleasure. One another one of our relatively newer students. You're getting to be a, more of a veteran now, Alan. Yeah, yeah, been hanging around a little while. Yeah, been digging up some real nice stuff for all of us to feast on. So thank you for that too. Call um, me, Alan. Do what, Jeff? Call me, Alan. Call him, Alan. Call you? Yeah, call him. <laughs> what do you What do you want him to call you, Jeff? Or email? You know, well, if he's in the Dallas area, duh. No, Dallas, <laughs> Georgia. Well, that's not a big enough. Move to Texas, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm not driving that far. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I can see where you got that confused. Um, I'll go to Jackson back. That's it. <laughs> where, uh, you know, there's somebody. There's a female. Who we got there? It's Mur. Mur. But your, your yeah. voice still doesn't sound normal, kid. Yeah, it's better than it was, though. It's yeah. better than it was yesterday. You're right. Yeah, I'm getting over it. I'm fighting it. I felt a fever break yesterday. I took oregano oil last night before I went to bed. Woo-hoo. Okay, good deal. That stuff will fix you up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Carrington event never happened. The what? Carrington event never happened. It's only well, been since the internet that they've talked about this. You can go back and memory, what is what, yeah, it's to, to me, it never happened anyway because I don't know what it is. <laughs> and probably ever, nobody else does either. You want to inform us well, a little bit? It, they claim it was like an EMP in 1859. This is what they're basing all the scare tactics about EMPs on now. Someone just mentioned the Carrington effect. Did they? But it's called the Carrington event, and it never happened. And I'll put the Harry uh, Hubbard researched it through all the encyclopedias, and it's only been since the Internet. <laughs> so Okay. Well, I'd never heard of the Carrington event. Was that something that happened over in Europe, or where did it happen? Well, here, 1859, supposedly, but it didn't. Okay, how how what EMP pulse are they saying that it, ha- it came from the sun? Was this a solar flare or what? Yeah, it was a coronal mass ejection. Okay, gotcha. But it wasn't, and it allegedly burned down all the the telegraph. Oh, I remember. I've heard about that. I've heard about that now. See, now that you jog my memory. That were connected by telegraph. Is that a Rothschild? Is that a Rothschild life that's got floated? Uh, I well, never heard that it was that it was not that it was a fake news. Was, I didn't know that, Mer. Here's here's the thing: the telegraph lines they wanted down because someone figured out how to hook up a typewriter to it and would send an email. <laughs> oh come on! He didn't have typewriters in 1859. Okay, I believe that. Typewriters <laughs> in 1859. I doubt it. Yeah, Gary. If you think about it, guys and gals, they can simulate an EMP over any major city. Everything's electronic controlled. All they got to do is throw the switches at a central location. That's correct. So ever since, hang on, ever since 2003, all vehicles manufactured and sold in the United States have a satellite uplink. They can shut your vehicle off, too. Right. Planes, trains, automobiles, and ships at sea, as we have seen with the Fitzgerald and the uh, container ship. They can. So they can. Right. They can simulate EMP. Well, they don't even have to simulate the EMP. They can just shut everything down. Are you you talking about the the sinking of the F. Scott Fitzgerald? Uh, No. Um, Not F. Scott. Or whatever. Edmund Fitzgerald, uh, whatever the name of that boat was that he sang about. No, no. Okay, you're not talking about that. Okay. Uh, this is this is a container ship that T-boned uh, the USS Fitzgerald and drowned some sailors a few years ago. Uh, okay. But it showed that they have remote control for everything, and they don't even have to fake an EMP. They see this way; they're not affected. Everyone else is affected. All right. So, um, There's. <laughs> Yes. If, if yes. Hold, 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 Dave. Like to... Dave. Hold on. There's a there's a female with a very faint voice, and we're going to defer to the ladies here. Yes. Who was trying to say something? Hi, it's Victoria. Hi, Thank Victoria. You so much. 
Um, my question is actually for EMF. Um, I live near a cell tower. I've tried all kinds of different products, canopies and stuff, and I know that there are some kind of magic box units that will cancel out the EMF. And I, I suppose I should have been more clear in my query, um, but that's actually my issue, not the EMP right now. Okay. If there was an EMP strike that I, was real right now and it knocked everything out, I would be delighted because I'm in so much pain. Oh, uh, sorry to hear that. Have you uh, researched a uh, device called a Q-Link? Um, I'm not sure if it's that one uh, or not. I would do. It's is that? Yeah, let me yeah, let me tell you what I know about it. Years ago, when I was working with uh, Lynn Horowitz, when he'd come into the Atlanta area, I'd work with him, and we were friends, and still are, I guess, if we'd ever touch base with each other. Um, and uh, I was working at a booth uh, with him in downtown Atlanta, and there was a booth next to us in the show that was the Q-Link booth. And that's how I know about this. And they had a little test that they did. In two days, I never saw it not work, okay? And they would take, and it deals with your aura, Victoria. You know what aura is, I guess, okay? And so so they would have you put your hand in a glove, and they would take your picture of your hand and the aura and then they'd put a q link on you and take the picture again and the difference was out it was astounding okay and so i sat there and watched them do this all weekend both days and i went down to their everybody that had a booth had a little 30 minute or an hour presentation time and i went down i was so intrigued this back a long time ago i was in atlanta it's probably right around the turn of the century and uh I went down to watch their hour-long presentation. They have a whole house unit. I've got one of their units on my neck right now, okay? I, I, he sold me one that day. I lost it in Argentina, and I was talking about it one day on Thumper's show, and somebody called and wrote me an email and said, we're Q-Link people. We've got an extra one we'd love to send you. So they sent it to me, and I've got one on now, okay? But they have a whole house unit. And you may want to look into that one in whatever else you're checking because I this one works all right. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, there, there's a phone. There's a, a, a some kind of a phone operation that came in that calls themselves Q Link. Also, okay. So if you're going to go through a search engine, you might have to fuddle through some of that. But this company's called Q Link. They're still around, and you may want to check into them. Okay, for whatever that's worth. Hey, Thank Roger. you so much. Yes. Um. I got a Protect Pro little. It's a little disc you wear it around your neck, right? And I got that got that from Rent. Supposedly, it okay. That's the guy. That's the guy on Rent. Protect Pro. That's Norbert Heuser. Yes, the guy yeah. from Europe. Right. Yep. Yep. That's him. Supposedly, it nullifies frequencies. I think, and you know, other electromagnetic signals. Harmonizes them. Yes, and I tell you something. It works because I I was getting extreme headaches where I was staying for a year had a uh, bell south tower right right next to me and uh i got this and keep it within reach and my headaches went away okay there you go there's another one that's the one from rents victoria is that rodenite don't is it what rodenite it's a crystal oh i don't know there's another one floating around a friend of mine sent me and i just looked at it on on whatsapp he wasn't trying to sell anything he's not involved with it but he showed having a flashlight 
and you can take this thing and hit the flashlight and it turns the flashlight on so it it's taking something and passing it through it and it's something i think like what you're talking about road night that rings a bell with me and it was really it's really inexpensive it's only like eight dollars or something Right, I'd wear one around my neck, and I had a bracelet of little beads that the the, the wire broke, so I got to put it back together. But um, another thing that I have that people ought to know, you know, they can trace your car, they can tell where it's going at all the times, they can trace your car and where it's going all the time. And what I got is a bag. Uh, it's a it's an EMP shield right. that I put my phone in, and. I can't even get the, my music to go on the radio from my phone when that thing's on. So it cuts off any um, communication outwards or inwards. Right. I think Jones is it's selling really those, cheap. too. It's really cheap. Yeah. It's not much money. Okay. I use it, too, for like 15 bucks or something like that. Right. Right. I think Alex Norbert, is selling some of those, too. Go ahead. Who? Norbert Hauser charges an arm and a leg for him. Does he? Get yeah. him on Amazon for 15 bucks. Where does one find the road tonight? Um, look it up. Just look up road night. I bought mine from SGT used to have these people from uh, Morocco come on. And they said they were Christian people and they were very knowledgeable about and detailed information about how these little things actually do what we're talking about. And so I bought it from her, but, um, and it took forever to get here because it was, you know, international mail. Oh. But, uh, um, they were fairly priced, um, but they were a local rock store. What rock stores? There's store. There's little stores in your towns, little small towns. People that sell rocks. They're right. experts at this stuff, and they they love teaching people. And they, I, I would support your local as opposed to Amazon or you know yeah, somebody online that you never know if you're going to get it. These people have this stuff in their hand and they know about it and they won't sell you anything that you can't use. Victoria, yeah, I'll try and go back. I'll try and go back to my friend's message and, and and if there's a link there, I'll put it in today's show description. Okay, for everybody. You can also get, you know, yeah, but you can get it if you don't have a rock store. You can get it online. You can. You know, there, there's all kinds of places. It's Rodenite. R H O D O N I T E, and it's listed in the Bible. Is it? Yes. You can do a search on the Bible. Cool. found in Russia, a lot in Russia. They got them in Russia, those rodent-like stones. It's a, little, okay. it's a smooth little disc um, that you, you wear around a, with a string around your neck, and you, like I said, the beads, and it has another one of those things between all the beads. And um, I, I, I believe in it. I mean, I, okay. <laughs> I it's Well, I, the, the demonstration my friend showed on that what he sent me was pretty hard to deny. Uh, so, Victoria, that ought to give you a little bit to run on, okay? And if you got any other questions, you come back on and ask us, and we'll see if you uh, can exhaust some of those and you don't get any satisfaction, okay? That would be that, Thank Roger. you all so much. You're, I've just been miserable, and I've tried so many things, and I – I'm not functioning well at this point. And I'm, it's, so it's I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, hopefully well, maybe we can help you alleviate that a little bit. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, so for Victoria, listen to Jim Ram today after Roger's show. He might be able to help you with some nutrition um, because I know a lot of people that, you know, around all that stuff, and they don't suffer when their bodies are getting the raw materials or building blocks of life so but the uh, emp shield you know i don't know if you guys know stan dale he's one of the oh, founding yeah. uh, members of that company 
um, EMP Shield. Oh, okay. Um, I, I really like the company. I like what they're doing. They got a $25,000 insurance policy for lightning on that EMP shield, and they got them for your boat, your train, your plane, your car, uh, your anything plugged into your house that when you hook that up in your uh, breaker box uh, is protected from an EMP or, uh, you know, solar flares or lightning strikes. And, um, you know, if let's say there's an EMP or a solar flare and it takes out, you know, the eastern seaboard or whatever, your all your stuff that's plugged in will be protected. It may not work unless you got away like solar or or batteries or uh, you know generators. Your generators are protected, plugged in. Um, but you your your equipment will not be destroyed. So if we ever build back better. <laughs> Um, we, you know, you, you won't need new components. Okay. So that's the, that's the deal behind that. But Stan Dale, um, you know, he is a founding member of that, that company. So I think they're, they're top notch. Although I think John Moore is a shill, which is that we'll leave that for another show. I yield. Victoria. Yes. Hold on. There's another female. Is that you, Nastasha? No, it's totally. Hey, Charlie, how you doing? Hey, I've got something else for um, Victoria. Okay, um, Victoria, if you, I don't, I don't know if you can paint where you are, but there is a paint product that is an EMF um, shield. Is that right? Okay, so you could, yes, okay. And as far as that, um, the the stone that people are talking about, um, it's it is from Russia. It's called Shungite. And the best company you can buy from, um, it's directly in Russia, is Karelian. It's it's K A R um, E L I A N. Um, but if you look for uh, Russian Karelian um, Shungite, and then the third thing, which is the most expensive, um, the the shield products for EMS, um, like in clothing or different things like that, they're very expensive. The reason why is because they're silver thread um, woven. It's like a Faraday cage. Oh, okay, right. Okay, and I know there's fabric um, you can buy, um, like some type of a, a mambosa net, uh, or you know, to make a canopy or something like that. Um, so if you look at those products, but so, keep in mind they're very very expensive go uh, victoria so here's a resource here's a resource on your silver cloth uh, isn't it brent isn't it less com? i i actually have been using less emf i okay i got the um i got the swiss shield i made my own canopy i got this fabric to wrap around my bed i created kind of my own faraday cage um i have huge things of shungite and i uh can't remember the other thing that she recommended but i've done that as well um and i am trying to oh the paint so i'm in the process of trying to move and so i can't paint my place because my life has mushroomed into boxes everywhere um i'm trying to leave but i i know there are these devices that will um transform the waves into something positive 
from something negative and mm-hmm. I've already spent like three thousand dollars on the canopy and all that stuff and it oh, yeah. I it, the one thing people should know about those canopies is that the fibers actually shed and those little silver particulates um, can get in your lungs that's unfortunate and, that you, you see we can't buy you know I don't know if you or Charlie know about my association with silver cloth okay but I worked for the doctor that had the patents on using this in medical applications, Dr. Bart Flick. We still work with him on frequency machines. Uh, Harvey and I do. But uh, I, I did this for four years, and we can't get that cloth because of the the Zionist Jew bastards that stole the company from the other Jews that stole the company originally have got a contract with the platers that they won't sell to anybody that is going to use it for any medical applications or sell it for any medical application uses. So we can't get it, but that's what you want right there. Okay. And that's 99.9% pure silver plated. Hey, Victoria. Yes. Have you looked into your, do you have a smart meter on your house? I live in an apartment building, and um, I haven't been able to get the owners to work with me on anything. So, now, Victoria, I, I, you're in I, California, right? Yeah, I am. And uh, northern or southern? Northern. northern. And you're you're the one that was wanting to move out of state, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to. I mean, I I, I I've also just even been trying to find a place to stay so that I. Can and sleep there while I'm finishing packing up oh, and getting Lord. things out. But I'm not vaccinated. I have a service dog. Um, and short term has been just really, really challenging. And right. then, anyway. Yeah? Do you have an EMF meter? I used a friend's EMF meter, and it was pretty, pretty off the charts. They also installed a fire alarm that is Wi-Fi connected here. Oh, that's geez. when things really went crazy. So I've got that. I've got like a probably a fifty foot tower block for me with like it looks like a wedding cake of EMF towers. There's like ten other towers <sighs> around it. Mm. Then there's one across the block, like on the <sighs> other side of the block. So okay, they're, t- they're actually cooking you. There's a guy in California that will actually. You pay him, he'll walk through your apartment or house and test all the uh, frequencies and see what you need to block it with. I can't remember his name. Well, well, here, here's a couple of things. Have you filed your status paperwork yet? Um, I'm working on that. I'm having a really hard time staying focused enough to get things done, even though I have great ambitions and I've been doing a lot of research. I just, I'm, I'm really wiped out. I, I had like a week where... After I've been staying with friends, different friends for like 10 weeks, but one of them is gone now and the other one, his landlord's weird and it's just, you know, the other one wants me to be his girlfriend. It's just gotten too weird and difficult. Yeah. Okay. So, well, well <laughs> you've, you're already planning on moving, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, if you're planning on moving, what I would do is I would file the citizenship status correction paperwork immediately and then as soon as you have proof that that was filed then uh you need to write up an affidavit uh stating that you have detected unsafe levels of emf in your apartment that you have approached the management of the apartment 
for to correct those health hazards and they have refused to do so put them on notice to give them 30 days to correct those issues and at the end of that 30 days you start uh filing collection against them not only for damages incurred after the deadline but also because you set a precedent and they refused uh, damages back to the very day that you brought it to their attention beforehand. It would be very wise, Victoria, for you to do, especially what Paul was talking about in writing and drafting up an affidavit on what's happened and all okay. your experiences. You know, this is, I solemnly swear under laws of penalty of perjury of the United States of America, the following. One, I started getting sick from unknown sources. B, I brought a friend over with an EMT motor uh, meter, and it was off the charts. Three, I went to him and asked you and showed you this, and you refused to do anything. Something like that, okay? I would also include um, the operators of the cell towers. Uh, yeah, Whether well, it's AT&T or whomever, you right. know, I would include that. Right. I would include them in well, it as well. Well, you can't do anything to get the affidavit written. So the first thing is to sit okay. down and do that. And I know that you've got some challenges because of your particular situation there. But that's something I would strongly suggest you write down. There. You, people do not understand how powerful affidavits are. Okay? okay. I didn't. I had no idea until I got into this how powerful these things are. Okay. Victoria, Victoria, I also recommend, um, it's a little different line, but DMSO, and you can apply it topically. And that's so powerful that you can put it on your skin, like on your leg or something, and within 20 to 30 seconds, you can actually taste in your mouth. It goes through your body so quick. Wow. 60 Minutes did a show on it a long time ago, and so I would recommend that. I've been using that for years, both yep. internally and externally. Yep. DMSO, that's Victoria, that's something else. Listen, we got a whistler. We got a whistler going on. We're about ready to end the show. So, uh, I, you, uh, Jim Ram is sitting there, and we're going to get cut off the server in a second. Victoria, did you have something you wanted to say? Oh, I just, um, I actually already bought DMSO because I, I want to research it, and I know that it's good, and I didn't want it to be unavailable. So, um, do you know how much to put on? Um, why don't you? Um, I'll, I'll leave you my. Um, I'll leave you my name in the chat if okay. you can see that. Okay. Any, any and email also, and phone Amanda number. Amanda Volmer has that information. Amanda Volmer. Okay. Yeah, she has a whole book on it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Also, consider a heavy metal detox too. Look into copper. Boy, you, you, had, you had no idea you're going to get so much advice, did you, Victoria? <laughs> Well, no, I, I feel like everyone here is, you know, in in the tribe of what really works and what's truthful. So I I knew that I would be getting some, some good okay. well, info from you guys. You're awesome. Thank well, you. I'll tell you awesome. what. Well, you, why don't you noodle on what's gone over and they've given you, and then if you want to come back tomorrow, because we're running out of time right now, we can discuss it further, okay? okay? Before so we get kicked, uh, and we just got cut off, off we just got kicked yeah. off the server 